theyeshiva.net. We're learning the Maimah Chayev Inish L'Besumah B'Purya. We're up to page 196. Okay, so Maimah Chayev Inish L'Besumah B'Purya, the 196, or Tzadik Ches, column 4, or 196, column 2. V'hina Yisrael Zachul Amatan Teireh. So after the long explanation, which I'm not going to repeat today, because we won't get, we won't move on, about Torah being the Moshel Hakadmoini, with the whole Arichis, both in terms of every level being a Moshel for yet a deeper level, and then ultimately the whole Chachmas HaTorah being a Moshel for that which is beyond Chachma. For Kadmoina Shalom, for the undefined reality of infinity, ain't safe itself. The Balatanya continues and answering the two questions, the big questions of Ashrei Misha Balakan Vitalmuday Biyade. What does the Talmuday Biyade, the Halachis in Gashmim, in Gashmias? How does that create a difference in terms of Ganadin, which is all about experiencing the divine. And if you don't understand the martial nimshal idea, it's very hard to understand that. When you understand the martial nimshal idea, and it's a ladder, and only through the martial you reach the nimshal, so that's the Talmudai biyadai. Even though Ganeidin is not a physical place, it's a place of experiencing divinity. But there's not one halacha, not one sugi, not one pilpul, not one inyan, even if it deals with completely a physical matter, that is not also a marshal, essentially a reflection of a nimshal, which is yet a reflection of a deeper nimshal, which ultimately is a mirror of Ein Saif. Which, if you really got what I said right now, you would be more excited, but fine. I understand. But we're used to words that are uh, empty, so I got it. Oh. I'm just, uh, it was just a feeling. Next, we move on. That's fine. <laughs> so after, and explaining, therefore, the difference between the relativity that seems so strange that one Jew learns a few minutes a day and is Mekayim the Mitzvah of Talmud Teir, and another Jew, we say, <laughs> if he has a moment to learn but doesn't, Dvar Hashem Baza, he kores tikores. After this whole beer, Balatani continues. V'hina Yisrael zochu l'matan teira ayyidei Yisurim degalas mitzrayim b'chaymur b'levena. Now the experience of matan teira didn't happen in a vacuum. The Jews merited the experience. Matan there was an introduction. And that was the pain, the Yisurim, of the exile in Egypt. Which, as the Pasuk says, was defined by mortar and bricks. Number one, there was another introduction internally. The Yisurim of Golas Mitzrayim was the environment they were in for a long time. And then internally, as the Pasuk says in Mishpatim, they said, Nasa, we will do and we will hear. These two introductions were not random. 
This is a line that by now, if you learn a little of the Maram of the Balatan, you know it's the Yisoyed HaYisoydus. There could never be a revelation and a Hamshacha from real, from pure infinity, from the light of infinity, blessed be he, the light of the infinite one, blessed be he, only in a place that is devoid of the sense of I that's separate. Or in one word, that's called Bittl. Vezeu in hakdamas nasa lenishma. In parentheses, the lekach eirin tzayv baruch hu shayda bechach madafka lefishi b'chinas bittel kayach makinad. This comes back to what we said earlier. Havaya bechachma that ain't tzayv dwells. It's manifested in chachma, even though chachma is one of the spheres. So it's only a name. That was the question. The answer is yes, but the definition of chachma is bittel. The definition of the other spheres is identity. The definition of Chachma is the bittel of identity. It's called Koyach Ma Chachma. Ches Chaf Mem He. Ches Chaf is, of course, the words Koyach, and Mem He is Ma. The Koyach of what? I was just repeating from the previous year, two days ago. He said that L'chaira, why is Ein Saif why is Torah Mashallah Kadmani? Let's say it's Chachma Datzilas, but it's Chachma and Seif is beyond Chachma. Zayah says all the Svidas are called names. Raza de Shmakadisha. Definition of a name is the external concretization of the self that's relatable to others. You remember? Ah, Madav Chazid, Madav Chazid, Madav Chazid, Madav Chazid, Nisht. Ah, that's a Nisht entertainment. Rabbi said, this is not entertainment. Huh? <laughs> the Aesop is represented in the crown of the universe. <laughs> so that's why he says that that's all true, and yet we say that Torah is a marshal for Kadmoinah Shalolam. How can Chachma be a marshal for that which is undefined? The answer is because the definition of Chachma is bit. <laughs> so even though Chachma is also a self, and if if it's a self, how can there be the gilu of ain't safe there? Ain't safe means it's all oneness, infinity. The the, the challenge to ain't safe is not ego or uh, or uh, or repulsiveness or uh, or sin. That's all. It's back to the eight sadas. What we learned at the end of the Maimah of Leisia Meshakela, right? It's the hergish. What I need. It's even the goodness. The good. The Chava said, "Ooh, this is good." But the definition of Chachma is Kayach Ma, the Kayach of Bittl. So therefore, over there, the Erein Sof could, could be manifested. That was the concept of Nasa Nishma. What's Nasa Nishma? Shobchinus HaBittl. Shemavato Ritzayna Mekal Vakal. Keilu Ein Loi Ratzin Bifnei Atzmoi. Rakshayir Tzakoma Shuratzin Al Yimbarachal. The concept of Nasa before Nishma is this concept of Bittl. I don't have, he says, ki'ilu, because it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I don't have my own will, yirtza, kol mashurotz and alien barachu, ah? Ah? Why he says ki'ilu? Because he's recognizing the struggle, the struggle in this. <laughs> to say a person has no rotzen, I mean. If, if, if you need an avoid, it's the avoid of nasa and nishma, 
to be able to, they reached they reached a moment where they said, "What does Nasab and Nishma mean? I don't have to hear what the tzivui is. I don't have to hear what the mitzvah is. The two ritzainers become completely aligned. My will is your will, because the very my very will is really is really one with you. There's no separation at all. That's the idea. In a good way. That's what we call Avoida. It says, Basak says in Parshas you should serve him. He says, what, What's the word Avoida? This is very heavy. The Eved, it's not Pshat, he has a Deya Bifnayatsamai, his own mindset. He's talking about the quintessential Evet. Rather, he does what his master says. The definition of the Evet is, as the Gemara says, it's an extension of the hand of his master. The Rajba says in Kiddush and Gimel, it's not Pshat, the Evet acquires something, and then his master acquires it. That's not Pshat. It's like an extension of you. It's like your hand. My hand acquires the money, and then it goes to me. Then it goes, no, the, the hand is part of the body. Now, we have to disqualify something. <laughs> this is not a, um, there's slavery in a very negative sense. We know that. <laughs> the Torah didn't want people to be slaves. And if you wanted to remain, you were pierced. Like we learned in Parshas Mishpatim, yeah? Because it depends who you're an ever to. <laughs> who you're an ever to, right? If you're an ever to your addictions and you say, I have no Matthias but addiction. No, that's the greatest curse in life. You have no Matthias. So we, the word avdus, we're allergic to. Avoid the Sashem. I don't want to be a slave. I've been, been a slave my whole life. I want to be set free. Yeah. Here you're talking about. <laughs> The Pasuk says, you're my slaves. You're not slaves to other slaves. Why is that such a nice thing? It's like I'll tell you, by the way, you can't hire, you can't get hired by anybody. You're already my slave. I don't want to be anybody's slave. I don't want to be anybody's slave. Huh? Oh, oh. You do want to be one. If you could be a slave for infinite, if you could be an extension of infinity, that's the ultimate freedom. In other words, it's who you are. Is it, is it more than that? Because it's like you have a freedom of one hand, you can do whatever you want. But if you really love Rebunishan, you will do it. Right, and a Yeah. It's, that's the, yeah. It's, it's, it's in beyond that way. That it's, uh, it's your true manifestation of what you, what you really become. Yeah. And, and the word ever, there's the pshat, that it's not, I have a, so there is, I have my rotsen, but my boss tells me something, and I know my boss is smart, and I even know my boss likes me, yeah? My boss loves me, yeah? Your wife tells you to do something, you don't understand it, you don't feel it, you're not in the mood. But you know, he's not used to this martial, nobody else is laughing. This happens all the time. It's fine. It's fine, laugh, laugh. If you laugh here, you won't cry there. <laughs> you know your wife is smart. She cares. You listen. Yeah? I, I don't, that's, 
You could say it loud. <laughs> so that's that's a matrega. It's no no question. I have different voices in me. I have different voices in me, and I I, I choose to follow a voice. The word of the ever that he's teaching here is nasa v'nishmas ki ilu ein leiratzon b'fneatzma. The alignment is so deep that lechatchila. It's that that's what bittel is. In other words, bittel is the opposite of repression. Real bittel is that my I, my desire lechatchila. What is my rotzen? My rotzen is the rotzen of einsof. That is that is my rotzen. That's the ultimate bittel. He's touching that was the Nas of Anishma. It could be that they had a they was hard for them. They didn't have their own mitzvahs. They still said Nas of Anishma. It doesn't have to mean this. Okay, that's, that, he's touching that was Hakdamas Nas of Anishma. Hakdamas Nas of is not just, I know you're the boss and whatever you say, I'll do. It's a much deeper word. Nishma means, I have to understand. Nasa means my rotsin is your rotsin. Your will is, is my will. So I don't have to know the pratim and the understanding of it because your rotsin is my rotsin. That's how he's explaining the Nasa Vanisham. But through the Hagdama of Nasa, Shahu Bitulze, Yuchali is Vanishma. Now they can be v'nishma. They would never be able to hear ein soif if there was no nasa. That's the word. Different nasa v'nishma. Usually you type nasa v'nishma, I'll do. And then you'll explain yourself later. You don't need to just tell me, give me a list, and I don't have to know before, and you don't have to make negotiations and deals with me. I'm in. I'm in. I don't know what to expect. I don't know the taryag mitzvah. It's fine. Which is, which is a big thing. It's not a small thing. The word here is that the Nasa brought the Nishma. There couldn't be a real Nishma without the Nasa. Because Nishma is not just, I'm going to understand. Nishma is much more. I'll be able to hear you. What allowed them to be able to have the Nishma, the Gili of Ein Saif? It's a deeper touch in Nasa and Nishmas. Nasa is the complete bittel, the complete alignment with Ein Saif. Avoidus Hashem. That Yad Evet Ki Yad Rabbi. It's not that there's my day and then there's your day and I'm going to be mavatal my day to your day. That's also called bittel, but that's not the bittel he's talking about it because that's not real bittel. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a nice thing. Here he's talking about the alignment, the fusion. That won't help you here. That that won't help you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because over there, over there, you're busy crushing something. Over there, you're busy crushing something. I open myself up. I redefine the self as an extension of Ein Saif. So you say, what's my Ratzin in life? It's a, it's a very humbling moment, but it's a very liberating moment. There's no dissonance anymore between me and me. There's no dissonance between me and me. There's no dissonance between my external self and my infinite self. But for this, this can work only with Ein Saif. If it works with a tyrant then by definition there's a dissonance because your whole self is going to revolt against it. That's why God says, Avadai, hey, make sure you're my Evan. Make sure you're not anybody else's Evan. It's almost cynical. <laughs> I'm the only one who knows how to take care of slaves. Really? That's what all dictators say. Under me, you'll be good. And that's what Chazal say, Avadai, hey, my deed comes first. Rashi says, my deed, I signed first. I bought you first. Thank you. I don't want you and I don't want you. I was by Pare, now I come to you. I don't need Avdas. 
But what's Pshat Avodas Hashem? Avodas Hashem is, I identify myself according to the truest self, which is what? A manifestation of infinity in this world. Does that make you freer or more enslaved, more emancipated? Does it make you more fearful or less fearful? More confident, less confident? More wholesome, less wholesome? More secure, less secure? More, more, uh, holistic or less, or more fragmented? More resentful or more, or more liberated? More what you meant to be. Which by definition is liberation. What I don't understand is, uh, I see in, in each type, Doing everything, you know, like uh, they're, they're, they're not saying Nishma, but they're robots. <laughs> what happened? What happened to the Nasa? What happened to the Nishma? Yeah. There's a lot of Nasa. I sometimes I don't see any Nishma. But according to what we're saying, it's not even Nasa. It's a, a, a robot is a different issue. Okay, listen, there's different places where people are in. He's trying to open us up to what happened by Martin Taylor. I'm just, uh, I want to be able to do it without becoming a robot. This is the opposite of being a robot. It's the most, it's the most, a robot by definition is your passive. This is the most proactive experience. Emptying myself out from every level of expectation that is not aligned with my true infinity, including Rotson. How many desires do you have in life? Millions every day. But what's your real desire? Ruts in his desire. The reason he says Ke'ilu is because the word is that not that you don't have a Ratsan. If you don't have a Ratsan, then you're not a person. It's that your Ratsan mirrors the Ain Saif, so it's Ke'ilu. When you have something being reflected in a, I just understood. When you have a Ratzin being reflected in, in, you have a mirror, right? And the mirror is reflecting something. There are two things. You could take a picture, but you're going to say, Ke'ilu, there's nothing else because it's just a reflection of that. That's what he's saying. He's not saying you don't have a Ratzin. If they were, what are you saying? Nasa, Nasa, we're going to do it. Well, who's we? We're talking about people. People have, people have a Matthias. They have a Ratzin. A person is Ratzin. A person is desire. And desire is I. I know in texting you could say love without I, want without the I, want to go. But you, you would fail, you would fail your English classes. I desire, I want. Nasa by itself is very dangerous because it's, it would be dogmatic. So I'll do whatever it is. I mean, don't need to explain. Depends who, right. depends who. So, but Nasi Nishma, Nase, Taka will do, but it depends Nishma. Huh? It doesn't depend why, it depends who. <laughs> why, are you, why are you doing what Shem said? Because you want to get something out of it? Or because you want to... That's already levels, but I'm saying then Nasa is not. Uh... It seems to be saying that Bittal is equating Bittal and Nasa. Yes. It's not Bittal until it's articulated as an action. If I'm in your Bittal. Yeah. It's not, it's not, I, I, I'm sitting with my eyes closed on top of a mountain and I'm, I'm doing a vato myself. It's meaningless until there's an asana. Yeah. 
because that sometimes is the deepest yeshas. <laughs> when I'm sitting on the mountain, I'm being mavatal myself, it's sometimes the deepest yeshas, the deepest separation. Sometimes the feeling of oneness could be the deepest separation. I don't know, but I know it's true. I don't know, but I know it's true. What's that yourself versus one that's You're doing something totally yourself. It's just, you see it. It's like a form of, it could be a form of narcissism, of the spiritual enlightenment. You know, um, like your spirituality becomes of a desire. Huh? Somebody told me that he was, uh, he's close to a, a Buddhist, uh, a very enlightened fellow, a spiritual guy. And he respects him. He's, um, he's a wise man. And he's also one of the, he's a, he's a guru in psychology and areas of therapy. He said he was once at a meeting of it, like a, some session that he did. And the man, the man, the man, I'm laughing, it's tragic. The man said that in life he finally has embraced himself. It takes years to embrace yourself, you know, to really be comfortable with yourself. Which was impressive, you know, because it's true. How many years does it take to really accept who you are? Uh, you know, uh, many people never do. They're always running after somebody else and something else to really make peace with you. And it's all internal. Nobody even knows it. But you could see it on somebody's face if they're at peace with themselves or they're not at peace with themselves. So this was very promising and how, how for decades he struggled and, and to really find himself and embrace himself and just make and forgive himself and accept himself and, and, and be there. Mm-hmm. And now was, and what was the NASA? <laughs> There's always a NASA. So he said, and as a result, he realized that it's time for him to get divorced from his wife and five kids. Is this the Buddhist master? This was the master. This was the NASA. So what's the NASA is? Because it's, it's, I'm not being true to myself. You know, kids are headaches and especially your teenagers are growing up, you know, real headaches, small kids, small problems, big kids, big problems. The spouse, I'm not going to describe what he felt she was. But certainly, she's not on my journey. You know, it's not part of this. And for him, this was the peak of spiritual oneness. You can't be a Buddhist in the first place. Because they're so, they're so, they're he wasn't a Buddhist, uh, the Dalai Lama level. He was a Buddhist American level. <laughs> a Balchuva Buddhist, an American. It's about the point of the story. It's not about who this guy was, is. And this person told me, he said, when he heard it, he realized the bankruptcy of it. And, and, and he meant it. He's a nice guy. He's not a cruel, uh, egotistical, fakert. I'm sure the divorce settlement will be the most benign and, and then soft and kind and, and there'll be tears and there'll be also compassion. But at the core of it all, the core of it all, there's no bittle. But disguised as Bittl, disguised as, as enlightenment and oneness. He's one with the universe. You know that. He's one with the universe, but he can't be one with his child. <laughs> My child is, is not the universe. With the universe, I'm one for sure. <laughs> but now my kid needs to do homework. I can't be one with that. That's a headache. The universe, I'm one with, no question. The ultimate I in spirit, but, but couched 
couched in spiritual vocabulary, very spiritual vocabulary. And, and you'll see it. He'll, he'll, he's probably a very, very nice person. And I'm sure the homeless person, the way he treats him, probably the homeless guy is lucky. But in terms of commitment, real commitment, whoa, 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 whoa. you're going to take me out of my little, uh, my little <laughs> enlightened comfort zone. Huh? Precious in Yiddishkeit is never the same thing. Real precious in Yiddishkeit, if, if somebody, if somebody's in a relationship, it must be with the partnership of the other person. If it's just my own journey, which sacrifices other people, where's the enlightenment? How you can, how can you even live with that pain? Talk about guilt. Forget the guilt. How can you live with that pain? I'm not saying there's no Matthias where sometimes, unfortunately, a marriage is not working. I'm not discussing that. But uh, that's not, I came to the deepest spiritual enlightenment and that's it. My wife is not on my journey. And if you're not on my journey, you're out, done. My kids are certainly not on my journey. But you're, but you're their father. Like, so, so what's missing over there? What's missing over there is, there is a, huh? They said there was a Buddhist monk who when he was starving, he didn't eat for 10 years. He was in Borough Park. So he went into the hot dog stand on 13th Avenue. So everybody's there with hot dogs. guy says, make, make, Rabashkins, yeah. So he says, this one is, make me one with sauerkraut, with ketchup, with pickles. And he says, make me one with everything. <laughs> the story is over. <laughs> make me one with everything. Then it came time to pay. So he gave $20. Now you're a Buddhist, you don't speak a lot. So he's, he gives $20, the Jew takes it and puts it in the registry. So he's standing there. So after five minutes, the Jew says, what are you, what, what are you, what are you standing there silently? He says, change. The Jew looks at him and he says, change happens inside. Okay. So it's all good, but the NASA, the NASA is the articulation of the Bittle. So what what does real bittel mean? Real bittel means if 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 you're part of ain't safe, then it, what it really means I don't have my own rotsin. So you say, but I do have my own rotsin, okay? But the moment of truth is when I could say I don't have my own rotsin, or at least the voice that tells me that I have my own rotsin is not the ultimate voice. There's, there's a Jew Taka doesn't feel he has another rotsin, but we're not we're not trying, and that's also the keilu. Really what he means by the Kilu is my Ratzin mirrors the Ein Saif's Ratzin. So it's Kilu, there's no other Ratzin because it's, it's a reflection of one. Because not only there's no person, there's a person with Ratzin, but my Ratzin is a reflection. Uh, uh, so, uh, um, if, if the destination is at the end of the river, and you're up here at the top of the river, and you want to get down there, and you jump in the river, and then the, the river, the flow of the river, takes you down to where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So the Alter Rebbe teaches there's no nishma without nasa. You know why? You're going to hear what you want to hear. Nishma means you don't hear what you want to hear. You hear the truth. To be able to hear the truth, there has to be a bittle. If not, you'll never hear the truth. You'll always hear things based on your own subjective interpretation, which is nice, but with Ein Saif, it doesn't have a shaykh story. If you remember the story I told you then about, with the... With Rabbi Lazar Shimon, right? When he told the person how ugly you are. And he said, oh, go to my master. Suddenly he discovered he has a, he has a craftsman. 
or the story with the Rebbe Rashab, the fifth Lubavitch Rebbe, told the Jew, I can't help you. So he broke down sobbing, and then he called them back in. Why? There's no nishma. There can't be a nishma. Without the real bittle, you hear things, just like we know in psychology, you'll forgive a marshal, it's 3,000 mashalim for everything. And some of you will relate to this very well. If you're wounded, and you don't believe that you're lovable, you can't hear the words, I love you. Even if somebody tells it to you, you will distort it in your mind. This is something we see. People who are very wounded inside, it affects their relationship so profoundly because they are essentially suspicious of anybody who shows them love and they want to know what's their agenda because you must hate me. There's no question. The fact that it doesn't look like it only means your hatred is so deep that you're manipulating me so profoundly. Some of you understand what I'm saying? It's a very serious condition because it's very, very deep. Because And the more you love me, the more you become my enemy. Because at least if you would tell me the truth, that you hate me, we could be friends. But you're not telling me the truth. You're lying to me, because you're for sure lying, because I'm not something that's lovable. It's all subconscious. So what, what's happening now? So there's two people living in completely different worlds. One person is really innocent. They try to connect to you. And the more they connect to you, emotionally, the more you reject them, and it all has to do with who I am, nothing to do with the other person. I'm too wounded. I believe I'm damaged goods. I'm trying to bring out how distorted Anishma could be when you're not in the bright place. This is in a distorted way, but even in the most wholesome way, how could you hear Ain Saif? Unless I can cleanse myself from everything. And what's the deepest thing and challenge is rots and desire. Because everything comes back to, I want. This is, Ratzin is who I am. This is what I want. That's why it's Keser. It's Chachma. It's beyond Chachma. This is who I want. When I could say, what's my Ratzin? My Ratzin is the Ein Saif. If it's an internal experience, if it's real, there could be an Indian of Nishma. That's not, that's Nasev and Nishma. That's why the Gemara says that they gave the Jews two crowns, Nasa and Nishma. There were two crowns that were given, Nasev and Nishma. One is represented by Kadmoine Shaloylam, which is Keser, which is beyond Chachma Evatzilus. And one is the second level, which he called Soiv of Amamali, which is already infinity, the way it's relatable to the worlds. Two crowns. One is infinity that transcends identity, and one is infinity that infuses identity. You understand the difference? Huh? Okay. Seven Mali is infinity that infuses identity. Like the subconscious, Mali is the consciousness, but real consciousness, ultimate consciousness. Ultimate consciousness, divine consciousness. Seven is like the subconscious, which you cannot, you don't have Kalim for, because it's too infinite, but it's the infinity that is the essence of your personality. It's just too big. And then there's Kadmoine Shalaylam, which is pure infinity, transcends identity. And each one has its place in life. There's moments of mamali, there's moments of seviv, and there's moments beyond seviv. Kadmoine shalaylam. Right? So tilchach medatzilus, ah? It's connected. 
Okay, it's a parenthesis. I'm just, I just wanted to mention. I don't want to, let's not get carried away in all the pratim because the nekud is the most important. In order to reach this place, it's true, he says, Golos Mitzrayim caused the Jews to be able to experience a bitl. And no one should ever know this, but the fact is that when somebody experiences a very painful experience in life, everything changes. Not that this is Khalila rationalization or justification or romanticization of pain. And it should always happen in different ways. But the fact is, pain stops, it, it stops people from being in denial. Sometimes people are living in an ivory tower and then there's a curveball in life and it, it, it opens them up. They get rid of even their spiritual egos. That's what happened in Mitzrayim, he says. That was Achan of Anasa Vanishma. Got it. But he says still, in Mitzrayim, they were, they were in pain, but there was a katnos, meaning there was a, um, they were in a state of, 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 of smallness because of Golis Mitzrayim. How can they reach this place within a few weeks of Nasav and Nishma? Really this place. What's this place? This place is, you're really infinite. <laughs> That's what this means. You're infinite. This is what the Gemara says, that Hashem placed the mountain over their heads. Now, right away, when we learned the Gemara, what's Pshat? God took a mountain put it over their head and said, listen, if you take Torah good, if not, it's coming down like an elevator, right? And I always ask the question, Matan Torah is officially our marriage. So remember the day you proposed to your Kala, right? So here's the best way to do it if you want to emulate God. You put her under an elevator shaft and you say, listen, if you want to marry me, great. And if not, boom, the elevator is coming down on your head. And she's like, yes, I'm going to marry you. Kafaleim Harkigigis. <laughs> Nasav Anishma, Kafaleim Harkigigis. So Badal Terebbe says, you know why was Kafaleim Harkigigis? How could you come from Katniss to such a bittles? He says he had to take the mountain and put them over them. Shahu, what's the mountain over their head? <laughs> and you gotta love this interpretation. Shubchinis viyeminei It's basically the right arm embracing me, the hainu his galus avel yoyna milmaila al yisrael kumashakosova hafti eschem amarasha. There was an explosion of revelation of divine love to the Jewish people, like the Malachi says, I love you, God says. His words. I don't even want to translate them. Uh-huh. The, the love, what's techapkeni? Yemino is love. Love embraces me? He says, yeah, there's a type of love. It's like a teddy bear hug. When somebody hugs you like this, what do they do? They don't let you leave. <laughs> it's like you're in my grip. So again, it could be in a very, uh, you know, I didn't ask you to do it, so please leave me alone. But he says, when it's coming from love, it's a love that embraces Knesset Yisrael, encompasses it from every angle, even the back. That's what a hug is. When I kiss you, I kiss in the cheek. 
the mouth. You look at somebody, you speak to somebody, you you, you touch somebody. What's a hug? A hug is the back. Says Even your back. What's that? Your back. Your back is your side that's not interested in me. Your face is the seat of your personality. It's reciprocal. Achirayim is even your hind part, which means the part that's that's that may but not be interested in me. Then you say you, you I turn my back on him. Which I turn my back on him. Somebody's talking to you and you turn your back. It means like have a wonderful day, right? So they, what's chibuk? He says chibuk is I feel I'm going to embrace your achirayim. What's pshat? I'm not going to let you leave. So you're forced to stand with me face to face. What's forcing you? My love. I love you too much and you simply can't resist it. You just, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's like, you could, but you can't, you know. Theoretically, you could say, but I'm not interested. Sure. It's too good. It's too good to be true. Imagine that such a presence shows up in your life that loves you in a way that is unconditional. You could turn your back a hundred times. You're not, I'm not leaving you. So in a way, you're not letting me leave you. You're not letting me, you're not letting me leave, uh, leave you either. If you're not leaving me, how can I leave you? It means even if I leave you, I'm not leaving you. So how can I leave you? So that's the mountain over there. The mountain over the head was like this, this, uh, this, it's the way God, it's, it's the way Chazal are discussing God's hug. Completely encompassing them from every angle. You'll turn here, you'll turn there, you'll turn your back on me. What they felt at that moment was an endless flow of love. When you feel such love, you're forced into the relationship. <laughs> you're, 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 you're brought to another place. Ah? If not, if not, you felt anything else is death. Yeah, you won't feel alive. Of course, you could reject me, but this is the place where you. This, this is we're gonna feel such love. It, even no, no, no. Halavai, <laughs> Jews wish that <laughs> they'll be dead. <laughs> they wish that they can't be that. When Ayid is Nishkin Yid is a Meshuga and Gans. Look at Jews, you'll see. Abaskan. As usual, you're talking from memory, yeah? It was such a powerful Ava, the only way you can describe this is a mountain over my head. You'll forgive a marshal. If. <laughs> okay. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Yeah. And that's something negative. There. I don't know. I wouldn't use the word negative. I don't know. Something, but because we'll soon see. It's not the void of Purim. The mime is going to get there. There's mountain turn. It's like a bear hug in Russia. Huh? The bear can come out of the. <laughs> right. We know what a bear hug is. And, and, uh, right. And break all the bolts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess that's what you're, that's your nishma. That's what you're hearing, huh? It's very interesting. When you hear the words, right? What do you hear? 
Altarebbe read the same Gemara like you did. But he says, this is what, this is what he heard. It's back to what we discussed yesterday, you, right? You're, you're reading words. One person hears infinite love. Another person hears infinite guilt. Why does everyone say there has to be something negative here? Because that's the, de- that's called default. <laughs> default is that if Judaism is too beautiful, it's pop liberal psychology. Don't you know that? Don't you know that? Because that's how it's taught in, in, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. And therefore, what? Pleasure Pshat is take it or else. I mean, that, that's, that's how you learn it. So now, good, very good, Debmaish. I'm not judging. When I say these things, I'm not judging at all. But of course it means this. How can it mean anything else? How can it mean anything? Nobody, I didn't ask God to create the world. (laughs) I didn't ask God to write a Torah. I didn't ask God, nobody asked him to do anything. Yeah? He does this all on his own initiative, right? Creating people with big Yetzirahs. I can't talk about you, but I could talk about the speaker. Which is also his creation. And then he says, oh, by the way, I have a Torah. Okay. If you want it, good. And if not, I kill you. Worse. I'll put the mountain over your head. You'll be buried alive. Kill you, Mela. <laughs> How can this resonate? How can this resonate with anybody? The resonance was a game creator. Create the game. Yeah. It's almost sadistic. It's so weird. Like, <laughs> and there's the chal the whole Yiddish guy with punishments. I created you. You didn't ask for it. I gave you a big yitzharah with nisyonus. Yeah, I tell you. But if you fight hard enough, you'll win. And if not, by the way, the punishments will not stop. Now, you suppose, and then, and by the way, you should love me with all your heart and all your soul, and all your might. No, and if you don't love me with all your heart and all your soul, I can't even tell you the punishments for that. Is this supposed to work? I think the question is, why is that question shot? Like, why, do we, why are we going through this whole thing? It, you know, why do we That's the default. That's our default. It's called default. You know default settings? You ever do on your computer default settings? Mm-hmm. And what if your programmer didn't know what he was doing? So what's default settings? So what if my, 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 the way my brain, you know, got this or absorbed it is with a lot of distortion. So when I go to default settings, boom. And when somebody hears this, they're like, oh, here we go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But 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 we'll soon get to put him. Help by Martin Taylor. Fire put him. Since you stop put him, fire Martin Taylor. But doesn't doesn't it resonate much more to say that God, who's purely infinite, yeah, the whole Taylor, the whole world, the whole creation, the whole Yiddishkeit, is about a desire for the deepest form of love and connection, and relationship, 
and happiness and wholesomeness and opportunity. Every aspect of it from beginning to end. As I said in my Amunashirim a few times, don't treat God better than your mother and father, just like your mother and father. Imagine your mother tells you, by the way, I have this challenge for you, <laughs> okay? I created this challenge in the house, and it's going to be very hard to pass, but if you don't pass it, the punishments are unbelievable. And not only in this world, this world for sure, next world as well. Oh, and by the way, you have no choice because I'm going to kill you if you don't accept it. You're going to tell this, what type of mother is this? So you have to go back to, to before when it was perfect and we messed it up. I'm not talking about Kanadin now. I'm talking about the way a person understands this. Let's see what he says. Why is it called kafa, forced? That's the deepest force in the world. What do you think force means? <laughs> force means I chain you up. That's not force. <laughs> Compelled. The deepest force in the world is when you have no choice. When I chain you to the, to the, to the tree, the first choice, you're running away. <laughs> the first moment you could scream and the police could rescue you, you're gone. What's real force? Kafa is forced. What's forced? You can't get away. <laughs> I, 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 I captured your soul. How could you get away? There's too much love here. You're not going to find this anywhere. <laughs> he says that he wasn't shy. That's his vart. Theoretically, theoretically, somebody says, if a lion comes in, yeah, to the room, right? Are you going to get scared? <laughs> theoretically, you could say, well, you have a choice how to respond, but we all know we don't have a choice how to respond. That ro- We don't have a choice how to respond. And now forgive our opposite, Marshall. Those of you who have Tivus, right? If you see certain images, do you have a choice how to respond? Theoretically, yeah, but you know your body, you know how you work, you're going to have a certain experience. So when you're exposed... That's, that's the tragedy when kids are exposed at a certain age to certain things. They don't have a choice then. And they become addicted. Yeah. When you're exposed to a certain reality, you get swept in. Now, in the most positive sense, what he's saying is, when you're exposed to God's infinite love, you're just swept in. What is it? Love sweeps you away. What's the expression? Swept off your feet. They were swept over their feet and like, OMG, this is awesome. And they sent WhatsApp statuses and like, we're in. He says, It's not Pshat he loved. This love triggered the same type of love in the Jewish soul. Until they reached this place. Where there's no I outside of you. They could reach Nasav Nishma. Not that I'm going to do what you say. That I have no other Ratsan than your Rats. This is my ultimate self. This is my truest self. What does it mean they saw God's love? What is this love they saw? They saw themselves in their deepest way. What does love help you see? Love helps you see yourself in a new way, right? What, why do we like to be loved? Anybody? Huh? 
you don't have to all answer at once. But real love means that you could see yourself in a different way. That's why I told you, if you see yourself as damaged goods, I could tell you I love you a billion times, and all you feel is, I must hate you because I'm lying to you. We say every day, Avas oilam ahaftanu Hashem Huh? So the exercise today, Rabbi Say is by Shachris, and if you dive in the ready, you'll do it by Mayriv. Yeah? Is when you say, Avas oilam ahaftanu, even though the Chazin is in a big rush, you should stop for 25 seconds, take a breath, and actually think that it's about you. <laughs> Then I, that right now you're talking to Hashem and you're like, you love me with eternal love. And as I told somebody, they say, why do you talk about love? It's not part of Yiddishkeit. <laughs> I said, I didn't know there's any other part of Yiddishkeit. They said, where do you get this from? I said, you'll read the bracha, Avas Eilam. I didn't write that bracha. I didn't even amend the text, by the way. And even if you're an Ashkenazi... Right? Somebody sent me a clip yesterday, right? They've sent from Israel because of the coronavirus. And they said, no more hugging in Israel. No more kissing. Yeah? No more embracing each other. Yeah? No more because of the coronavirus. This is to the Sephardim. Ashkenazim could continue as usual. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is not bad. Even if you're an Ashkenazi, so you don't say Avas Oilam. Instead, you know what you say? Averabo, okay? So this is for the Kalt Ashkenazim. For the Kalt Litvakes, you don't say Avas Oilam, you say Averabo, which means much more. <laughs> you know how many times the word love is mentioned in that bracha? Huh? Seven times. Seven times the word love is mentioned. If I would say that in one bracha, you would say the guy is abyssal this. They put it seven times the word love in that blessing, plus they made sure the first word is Ahavas Oilam, and the last word is Aboicher Ba'ama Yisrael Ba'ava. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In other words, the whole brach is sandwiched between two loves. Ahavas Oilam Ba'ava with another six, with another five times in the middle, because they knew only then could you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad, and the next line is Vahaftas Hashem Alekech. Oh, now you could love God. That's called compelled. Compelled doesn't mean compelled chain. That's not chain, it's external. You force somebody, your boss forces you to do something at work, yeah? You resent him forever. You go to therapy and you talk to the therapist what a horrible guy is. You come home and you tell your wife what a this is. You weren't forced. Your external actions were forced. That's not kafa. Kafa means they were really forced. Only one way. They just saw too much love. So if this is such a beautiful love thing. <laughs> I love I love the big you don't even have to finish your question. I love it. If this is such a beautiful love thing, Rabbi Why, why what are you smoking? That's what you want to know? You wanna know what I smoke in the morning? Why why does it totally know such a beautiful love thing? It's a good. Why not use a love language, right?
Let's say if, if your child has an infection and you have the antidote, he doesn't want to take it. What are you going to do? You have to make him want to take it, otherwise he'll spit it out. So I hope you, you'll internalize today's exercise, yeah? Avas Oilam, 25 seconds. If you do it three minutes, we won't sue you. Take a deep breath and breathe it in. Everybody have a very loving day. <laughs> Tomorrow there'll be a shear. Tomorrow there'll be a shear. Sunday I'm in Florida, but Monday there'll be a shear also. Shabbos, I'm in Miami, but uh, tomorrow there'll be a shir and Blina the Monday morning as well. But tomorrow is regular time. You're asking a good question. We'll see tomorrow. They'll see the Hamshach of the Maimah. The reason is because that was the Chiddush of Purim. You have to erase the old CD. I'm sorry to say. You got to take out control, alt, delete, take out the old CD and put in a new one. At, don't put in a new one. At least open yourself up that there's a different CD. That's why he calls it forced. When you see such an explosion of love, you have a choice theoretically, but Lepoil, you're just. Uh, it's too good to be true. <laughs> when you experience somebody loving you like this, how could you resist it? Unless you're crazy. Unless you're really damaged. They weren't that damaged. That's why when people don't know that there's such love in the world, they think that they you call it brainwashed. You understand? We, we lose out on life. We lose out on life. Because how could people be so swept up unless they were brainwashed or they were forced or they're in a cult? It's true, but maybe sometimes it's not that way. <laughs> maybe they're experiencing something. It can't be none. Everybody's brainwashed. It's our way of not dealing with anything we don't want to deal with and not growing into anything we want to grow into. Of course it's a muscle. Of course it's a muscle. It's it's a hug. It's a divine teddy bear hug. That's parchanishmasan. Parchanishmasan means I don't have my own identity. My soul is your soul. I cease to be separate. I am an extension of infinity. Now it's not easy. This because I don't want to. I want to be me. Because I don't want to be me, really. Because <laughs> me, I am infinite. You see that a hug takes a certain amount of pencils. Of course. Try to hug somebody. You'll see they'll do it. Was, when people hug, you're not supposed to go like this. They hug you, they start panting. Because that's like um, patronizing. And also, you're a good guy. You're a little baby. I'll take care of you. No, no, no. That's not a hug. That's like you're a good guy. A real hug, you hug, and you just you melt away in the experience. You gotta teach the FFBs how to hug. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.